Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike as we navigate topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. If you'd like to hear more, head to nwaybway.com. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of Narrow Way to Broadway. Philip with you all today. And before we hop into our interview, I just wanted to go over a few quick announcements. If you have not checked out our website, nwaybway.com, go and check it out. Uh, we put a lot of work into creating a place where you can learn more about our podcast, where all of our episodes are curated into one place. We also have information about myself and Emma and um, our heart behind the podcast, why we do it, and what we believe. Um, and we also have a blog there and a store where you can get some Narrow Way to Broadway merch, and you can also dive deeper into our interviews and episodes through blog posts that we're posting on there to help you in your walk with Jesus every day. Um, also, another massive thing that we have coming up is 21 days of prayer and fasting with our friends at The Hang NYC. So that's going to start on July 15th, and there are going to be daily podcast episodes that are released through us, Narrow Way to Broadway, um, that are going to help guide you and prompt you for a 21-day period where we are going to be specifically leaning into what God is saying to us, but also praying into our theater industry and covering every single aspect that we could think of. Um, and just covering it in prayer as we head into the fall months and as shows are closing and shows are opening and people are going into new contracts and all sorts of stuff. We just want to help prepare our hearts and be listening to what God is speaking to us. So don't miss those 21 days of prayer and fasting. Again, as I said, that starts on July 15th. All right, that's everything out of the way. I am so excited to introduce you to our guest for this week. This is a friend of mine. Her name is K-Pop, but her real name is Kristen Dingman. She just got married. Yep. Yeah. So say just hello to the year. podcast yep. world. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so, so you've been married for a year now. Yep. Just over a year. Um, I know. Crazy. It, it went by so fast. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Well, like I said, we call her K-Pop because her last name before was, she was married. Was Popovich. Yes. Yep. How did the K-Pop name... Come about. Come, up, come about. Yeah. Um, so it was uh, gifted to me <laughs> um, when I was in college. Um, I went to Clemson and I went to New Spring Church's Clemson campus. And uh, some of the production guys there just started calling me K pop and it stuck. And, you know, I thought post grad it might go away, but it didn't. It's here to stay. And <laughs> I'm, I'm great with it. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's a great nickname. I love it. Which, just for a little background for you all, me and K-pop um, both work for New Spring Church, mm -hmm. where, like I've said many times on here, I'm the producer for the digital creative team. And K-pop, what do you do here at New Spring? Yeah, so uh, my role title is uh, New Spring Broadcast Support Lighting Coordinator. And I really wish I could say that I had that memorized, but I just had to read it off of a a note I made because it's it's shifted so many times <laughs> and also it's it's so long and so wordy yeah <laughs> I'm like I can't get this wrong <laughs> I know when I was preparing for this episode I literally had to go to the website and I was like is that really her title yeah <laughs> <laughs> but 
me and K-pop actually met during our internship program here at New Spring, and now we're on staff full time, yes. which is a blast. Yes. Um, but K-pop is a fantastic lighting designer, and the gifting that God has given her in that area is just absolutely incredible. We're going to talk a lot more about that, but I, it's so funny. We talked about this maybe at internship, yeah. at my internship yeah. orientation, and I was like, oh, we got to get you on the podcast. Here we are <laughs> almost two years later, actually making this. I'm glad we're here. <laughs> so we're here. Um, and honestly, I've been praying for a while that we would have someone from more of the production background on the podcast, and you're the first. Yay! Everyone else has been um, incredible, obviously, but actors and producers and directors and writers and all these kind of people, and now we finally have someone from the production world, and you're leading the charge, and hopefully there'll be many more. Um, So if you know anyone in the world of production that loves Jesus um, and wants to talk to us, let us know. Um, But let's get into it. So tell me a little bit about... um, yourself and maybe some of the creative projects that you've gotten to be a part of yeah um so um i'm (laughs) k-pop and uh i went to clemson university um i graduated with a degree not in production um so i graduated with a ba in sociology and communications um and here i am doing full-time production (laughs) so i uh the production world always interested me because I was a dancer and I did band and um, in high school I took these stage tech courses and I had a really great mentor named Josh Hasty um, and he really pushed me into the production world um, and I started serving at um, my church in Charleston and I was just running camera and um, consistently doing that and that's really how I got plugged in um I was saved my sophomore year of high school and uh my family uh weren't weren't believers at the time and so it was just me and I was really just trying to find a way to get connected and joining the production team uh it's like the biggest gift because it's funny to look back and and see what God how he paved that way and navigated Mm -hmm. to make sure that I could get the experience and and meet some of the most amazing mentors ever to be able to get me to where I am today in my calling. And uh, so yeah, I was on that production team. um, And then I graduated high school, went to Clemson. And like I said, I got a degree in sociology and communications because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. um, Because quite honestly, I was really scared. I didn't think I could do production full time. Um, And so I just got a general degree um but the main thing that really solidified that I was supposed to do production is that I was Clemson FCA's lighting director and um that was quite a feat to take on I did not know a lot about lighting at all and then it all became mine and I was like oh my gosh and Clemson FCA is huge it's like I think it's the biggest FCA in the country and if you don't know FCA is the fellowship of Christian athletes yes and so every Thursday night we'd like load in and load out like a, a small little rig but to me it was huge yeah. it was like five five lights and I'm like oh my gosh can I do this <laughs> and like learning how to use a console it was like a little m2 yeah. go um and it was it was really fun and honestly the best like foundation mm-hmm. because there was so low pressure 
but also it was all live so I was doing lighting live and now you know live programming for me is like or lighting for me is now all programmed and like uh we just like things to be like pretty neat and tidy so busking or doing things live mm -hmm. isn't really like conducive to that yeah. um but getting to do things live was so fun and so sweet and like we get to do that sometimes at our worship nights here and stuff like that but that is the foundation that mm -hmm. I got to learn lighting on it was amazing and then I graduated and um didn't have a job and I definitely was not qualified um for any sort of full-time production position <laughs> So I stepped into a few different jobs and did production on the side mm -hmm. and then uh, got some really awesome opportunities. So uh, I got to tour with my husband. Um, we did the USA tour with Christine DeClario and she's like associated with Bethel. And um, then after that, we just did like a lot of side gigs and um, I got to do just some really cool like corporate things and just really get my like toe in the water as far as lighting um but recently i i just hopped off well not just it feels like just um it was back in october and november um, it does feel like <laughs> right yeah. it's summer yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but uh i was on the maverick city tour with cray um and i was the l2 and and that was an awesome opportunity um and I think that was, like, just one of the, the sweetest gifts from God to be able to step into that and take time off from ministry because mm. um, I'm full-time at New Spring. And, there yeah. were, and uh, our, our bosses basically were, like, blessing it. And uh, they were like, yes, K-pop, do this. And, like, how amazing is that that they want us to grow yeah. and, like, get experience and be able to just – be fully step into whatever we feel like God has called us to and then like al allow me to come back and just like yeah. step back into my role um it's it's super sweet it was it was a very sweet season um so yeah and now I'm back just right now we're prepping for summer camp yep. <laughs> or summer the weekend it's it's not a camp but summer camp I guess yeah. Is it? a short summer camp it's a local summer camp. a local summer yeah. camp so it's uh that's that's kind of what I've been up to lately. Very cool. I think um, the thing when I think about you and the way that you um, lead specifically as a lighting designer is um, that you are truly a worship leader behind the desk. And I know that one of our kind of mentors in that area says that all the time. Um, but you truly lead worship um, through your art and craft of lighting design, which I don't think a lot of times the church or the industry just in general outside puts much emphasis on what like production people do yeah in the background and um it's so clear how you lead and how you can um carry a room through beams of light <laughs> <laughs> which is really cool so i have um just a couple questions yeah. for you so how did you initially you kind of gave us the brief rundown of like how yeah. you initially got into lighting but what was it about lighting yeah. that really interests you you said you like started on camera and stuff like that but yeah so I'm I'm really blessed with just like 
people trusting me <laughs> in different mm-hmm. roles. So like uh, camera, I got to do like video stuff. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to produce. Um, and But with lighting, I just, it like allows me to just like tap into creativity and like align with God in ways that like no other role can. And it's just, it's like, it's like the right fit. Mm. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I, I just can't imagine not doing lighting. Yeah. Um, even, you know, in a, if I'm not a full-time LD forever, you know, I think I'll still be doing lighting yeah. to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> It's so cool. I think like, and we've talked about this briefly too. If I had, if I was directing a show or doing a program like we're actually doing this weekend for Juneteenth, the only thing that I care about, I don't care about costumes. I don't care about set. I don't care about video. The only thing that I would want is lighting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so um, I have a really, there was a place in my heart, like when I was in ninth grade, I told my career teacher, that I wanted to be a lighting designer. And they're like, no, you want to be an electrical engineer. And I was like, no, I want to be a lighting designer. And they're like, what does that mean? So I, I totally get, um, you know, that viewpoint that you come from of like being able to see, see the beauty through light and the way that it literally illuminates stories. It, it helps people, um, understand and come to knowledge. And for theater people just translating. So K-pop, yes, does church work so she designs like when you think contemporary worship like maverick city arena tour like that kind of stuff is the lighting design that she does and i know a lot of y'all that are listening come from a place of like broadway or programming lights for your high school or college show or things like that um and i think there's a lot that between the two we can learn i think the theater industry is really stuck in one place of not much movement not much right exploration outside of this has to be naturalistic and this has to really look like this or we can't take away from the actors or the costumes Mm -hmm. or whatever like we're just here to turn the lights on on the stage um but i think there's a lot that theaters specifically lighting designer and lighting people in the theater um when it comes to using your craft like say you're doing west side story Mm -hmm. you know if you're lighting west side story you're going to be able to like take a look at a picture of a street and help bring what God has created naturally yep. into a room, which is insane, using electricity and light bulbs and all kind of crazy dimmers and you name it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really cool. I think a lot of times we think as believers and artists that like, well, maybe all I can do is go and do the church production kind of world. But there's so much in the theater of like lighting a room. If you're doing a a show that's set in just a house, like lighting a house is a place where life happens, you know, and there's ways that we can show the glory of God through that. Yeah. Um, One other thing I did want to hit on, this isn't something that we talked about before, but your husband also does lighting and production stuff. Yep. So he, uh, he is currently in the, uh, 
PM role, production managing role for an artist. Uh, And he started off on the audio side um, and now has shifted more into lighting. Um, But he he does it all. He's so talented. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so annoying. I'm just kidding. (laughs) He's great. He's so well-rounded in all things production. Uh, I'm just so freaking grateful to have him as a a go-to person be like, um, so like with this, is this right? And he'll be like, yeah, or no. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we are just a production family. (laughs) How do you, if you don't mind me asking, when it comes to um, the two of y'all having to go and do different projects, different places, what does conversation look like between the two of y'all when you're trying to decide like, hey, should I go and do that? Mm -hmm. Or should I not go and do that? Or um, how does the communication work? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think the first time we really had to step into that is when I went on the Mav tour and, um, we were both touring full time (laughs) and, uh, so we were both like out and our house was empty. Uh, we actually had his grandparents come live at our house because we were both gone. Um, and it just looks like us really having to be intentional. I mean, there are times we were on different like coasts, different time zones, and like us fully like just believing and trusting that like this has happened because God has allowed it to and wants mm-hmm. it to and like we're going to make it work. Yeah. Um and also we're both both just so in like I feel like just so in tune with like yeah, we're supposed to do this or or no, we're not supposed to do yeah. this. And uh we are one of marriage has been crazy with both of us doing tour touring and me in full-time ministry and him out and about doing well the industry because of covid mm-hmm. is insane yeah he's he's gone so much yeah. um but it's been so beautiful to get to see both of us step into fully what we believe god has called us mm-hmm. to until we know this isn't going to last forever. Yeah. And so, like, this crazy season isn't going to last forever. And, like, the next season is coming. And how beautiful is it going to be able to look back and be like, tell our kids, like, we both got to do exactly what God told yeah. us to do. Um, and it's not because of us or anything like that, but it's because we put our yes on the table mm. for God and, like, we're willing to just do whatever that looks like. That's really so, cool. The conversations are definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. They're they're like, oh, here's these dates. Can we do it? Can we not do this uh, logistically? But yeah, that's kind of how it's been going. <laughs> Very cool. And thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I know one our actual our last episode that we released, Ashley Lalandi, um, was talking a lot about her relationship with her husband now and how they talk through. Okay, are we gonna? accept this role or am I going to go and do this show in this different city and um, I'm sure a production family also has that all the time yeah (laughs) Um, similar to actors but I think that's what you shared um, about how understanding that this might not this like touring life maybe isn't sustainable or it might not last forever Mm -hmm. shouldn't if you're available keep you from taking that opportunity yeah I mean I think in my personal experience, there's opportunities that were handed my way where I'm like, maybe I should have gone and done that instead of worrying about, mm. you know, what was coming down yeah. the road. Maybe that was something that God, you know, had put in front of me to go and do. So I want to say that if you are, are approached with an opportunity 
that maybe doesn't seem practical in the long run, that doesn't mean you maybe shouldn't consider it yep. and bring it before God. Yeah. Uh, maybe he does have something for you in that season of time um, where he's going to train you and fortify you and right. help you become a better artist and a better person and more importantly, a better follower for sure. of him. Because logistically, like me touring full time and Andrew touring full time and me working full time at a church, <laughs> yeah. like, that doesn't make any logistical sense. <laughs> and yet all. God makes a way and he makes it logistical. Yeah. And like, because I said yes and for him mm-hmm. over anything else, like he'll make it, he'll make it happen if it's supposed to. That's awesome. I'm going to pivot back to... Yeah lighting and your creative process right now okay i know it's so so cool um, <laughs> and that i've heard it before but walk us through your creative process and um yeah do that and then i have a follow-up question okay. um yeah so right now in this in this role i'm programming anywhere from one to eight songs a week um in two different rigs mm. and so uh that looks like a lot sometimes, <laughs> but uh, God has, and this is how I just know like lighting is my, my sweet spot in production because it just makes sense, but uh, the first thing for me is I listen to the song and I'll, and typically I'll close my eyes or just like think through it um and like I see colors and um God gives me colors or feelings or intensities or saturations of colors um and like forever that that song will be associated with that color like uh people love to play this game with me like what color is this song and so like tremble the song is purple like a deep violet purple and then like um What's another? Uh, Who You Say I Am is cyan and a deep amber and a white. And so, like, forever, forever and always, those are the songs Mm -hmm. in their colors. Um, And so a lot of the times when I have margin, um, I'll be – I'll paint the songs um, because I'm a painter. Uh, I used to be really into acrylics, but now I'm into watercolor. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's really what my mind – I'm trying to convey what my mind sees uh, when I listen to music and then try and convey that into my programming. Um, mm. Because my before anything else, I'm inviting God into the process. Mm. Um, he, he is the reason, the way, and I want him to be the first priority over any sort of creative want. And so, uh, yeah, I believe that the colors and the things and the feelings that I get are from God, yeah. and so, uh, yeah, I just, I, I move forward with it, and, and um, honestly, sometimes I'm wrong, <laughs> um, because I, it's about, t- like, taking the spiritual temperature of the room, and so, like, sure. on a Sunday, I'll be like, you know what, in, in the click and cues, or the, the song map that I'm listening to, um, it felt different and sounded different than what's actually happening in the room, and I'm live adjusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and and ultimately, it's just to be honoring to God because I believe like lighting should be cohesive with mm-hmm. audio, video, lighting, worship, um, and that like it should not be distracting or be pulling in any mm-hmm. sort of way. It should just be additive in a new way that somebody else can experience God in a new way. 
Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really just trying to my best to convey what I see in my head um, in, in the room. Mm-hmm. And it's all about how it feels. And so sometimes it takes a really long time because I'll just sit there and be like, this just doesn't feel exactly right. And it'll just take time to like figure out intensities and effects and be like, yeah, that feels right. That feels cohesive with what's happening in the room. Yeah. Um, and so it's not the shortest process, but it's the most God honoring process. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, do you think there's anything that God has like specifically reveals to you or consistently reveals to you through this process or through designing? Yeah. Um, I think it's really in the production world, specifically in like the mega church world, the desire to do the biggest and the coolest and the newest thing um, can be so easy to slip into. And for, for me, it's been a sweet thing of just being able to be happy and like at peace with what God's doing here. And that doesn't always look like mm-hmm. doing the coolest, newest yeah. thing. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Honestly, one thing that I think that God just spoke to me yeah. through what you were saying is the process of um, creating something, thinking it's going to be one thing, and then when you get in the actual situation, it's something completely different, mm-hmm. and you have to adjust. I mean, there's that'll preach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so many times in our life, we can sit and we can pray and we can pray and we can hearly, clearly hear from God how a situation is going to play out. And then you get into the actual situation and you're like, oh, my God, like this is somewhat similar. Maybe like one or two things that, you know, I prayed into is happening right now. But um, just trusting the process. And under also, I love what you say about you love your lighting to be cohesive because yeah. God is cohesive mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout time. Yeah. You know, and and when these moments come up where we have to adjust our heart posture, it's humbling. I mean, it's humbling yeah and it makes you realize okay god has been god and has sustained as truth and light and love and everything that god is yeah throughout all of time and when we have those moments where we maybe feel like we don't we you know have to adjust um we can do that humbly and and gladly yeah yeah it's, it's really cool it's truly like about surrendering your wants and your you, any sort of mm-hmm. intention that isn't kingdom minded yeah. that like you're just surrendering that and being like you know what that's that's great yeah you know so yeah really cool how would you encourage other lighting designers or anyone just in production specifically in their craft yeah whether it be practically or whether like as i do this as my job or as how can I do this to the glory of God? Yeah, I uh, honestly, it's multiple things. The first one is like <laughs> to, it's okay if you're scared. I was yeah. so scared. Um, I cried a lot. <laughs> um, being so scared about stepping into specifically this role that, that was a lot. It, it's a lot different than touring being yeah. an LD of a, a mega church yeah. there's a lot more responsibility yeah. and and a lot more weight um and that's really scary um 
but be willing to step into the uncomfortable and just Mm -hmm. trust um, that God has you because he does. Um, And the second thing is just to never stop learning and never stop trying and be okay with failing. Mm. Um, A new thing that I've been stepping into is a lot of like designing. So like stage and set um, designing, which is a lot of new software and a lot of new logistical things Mm -hmm. that can be scary and also um very unforgiving because yeah. it's like logistically this just doesn't work or logistically this just looks terrible and but i spent half a million dollars right <laughs> and you're and you're like well frick yeah. so uh you know that is a scary new portion yeah. of lighting that i'm loving to explore um and it's okay to fail yeah there is grace for that. <laughs> Very cool. Um, as we close out our little discussion time today, what's something that God has been teaching you recently in your life? Yeah. Um, I uh, When you sent me like some of the questions mm-hmm. you might be asking, I was like, what do I share here? Because yeah. he's been in this season, it's been a lot. But I really feel like he told me to just share like, uh candidly i've been like healing from a season of like extreme burnout Mm. um and i was like super unhealthy as far as work life balance and i was just working insane hours Mm -hmm. um at the church and outside of the church Mm -hmm. just grinding away at, at production and um just trying to learn how to do my job here and and being able to do other fun outside things and being alive and yeah. all these things. And God has been so sweet. And, and honestly, it's been within the past month of truly like healing um, and realizing that th- there's a lot of sweet things, but finding rest is so important because in, in the rest, like I found just more creative like more creativity that I get to tap into yeah. um, mostly because I'm making space for him to be able to show me new things and, and new ways to be creative um, whereas before it just felt like I was didn't have the margin and yeah. like um, I was just so tired and just so um, just kind of like at the end mm-hmm. of like just, I mean, I was just burned out I didn't, and I had nothing to tap into because I was yeah. just exhausted. And so getting to be at this place where I'm getting to feel full again um, and getting to find rest and joy and peace and falling back in love with, with lighting again. Because if I'm being honest, like there was a season where I was like, I'm out. I can't do this yeah. anymore. Um and that's another thing that how I know it, lighting is will always be a part of my life is because like the easy thing would have been to step away, but I just couldn't. There's just, yeah. I just couldn't. Um, there was God's pull on me that was just like, nope, you can't. Um, and so, yeah, that's been super sweet of getting to just learn and help others learn how to like heal from burnout, mm-hmm. specifically in production, yeah. which is very easy. Um, yeah. But also realizing that like, I don't, 
when people think of K-pop, I don't want them to just think that she's a great Latin production person. I yeah. want them to see Jesus, and yeah. I want them to see that she is loving and kind and a great teammate yeah. and uh, over all things is is kingdom-minded. Yeah. And, and, yeah, I, I, I don't want to be known for for my craft or what I do, but who I am and who, yeah. whose I am. Yeah. So um, awesome. that's been very sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, K-pop, thanks so much for coming on. Glad oh, we got this done two I years know. after my initial ask. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to all of our production friends, again, if you know anyone that you want to hear from or you yourself feel like you want to speak and share some stuff with us, reach out to us. Um, and if you want to see K-pop's work and some of the stuff that she's done, 9.15 and 11.15 every Sunday at newspring.cc, you can um, join us live and check out some of the work that she is doing here at New Spring Church. And, you know, maybe you'll see her or her husband's work on tour somewhere someday. Yeah. So um, thanks so much for coming on today, K-pop. And we will see you guys next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this episode with your friends. We release new episodes every week. To keep up with what we've got going on, you can follow us on Instagram at nwaybway and head over to our website, nwaybway.com, for even more resources to help equip you as followers of Jesus and artists. We'll see you next time.